Hello, stylish folk, and welcome back to Handcut Radio. I'm your host, Alex Svetkovich. <laughs> Am I done bearing with it? <laughs> yeah, you're done bearing with it now. He told me to bear with his intro before we started recording. I told him to act like a real grizzly. Yeah. And I'm going to pause. I'm, like, I'm going to pause for. Oh, hold on. I'm going to cheat out to the camera for laughter real quick. Pause? Do you. Like a bear pause? There we go. That's funny. That's really funny. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, if uh, if y'all were like, what? What's going on with Alex Fetkovich? It's just a joke. This is actually Style Direction, the menswear podcast without the stuffiness. It's so actually Ethan Wong. Do know what jokes are? I'm kind of worried that actually, maybe we have to explain do the you think they know what? Do you think they know what Joker is? Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, by the way. So, you, know, you, you guys, if you're if you're newly listening to this and you're at the men's I'm sorry. But for old listeners, you guys know that we just kind of shoot the shit for, like, the first five minutes. Yep. Um, real quick, we, we saw Joker a couple we weeks did. ago. We saw it uh, opening weekend, and we didn't die, believe it or yeah. not. <laughs> we didn't die, and we're also no not incels. We didn't get turned into becoming an incel. So. No. Um, but we do live in a society. Yeah, what happens? <laughs> yeah, what happens? Um, Murray, <laughs> Murray, Murray. So here's my here's my history with yeah, Joker, the movie Joker. You didn't you gotta introduce yourself first. Oh, of all. my I name is Spencer. I'm Joker now. <laughs> I'm Spencer yeah. Audi. Okay. Um, there you go. So uh, when Joker was first announced, I yep. was like, "Hey, I really like Joaquin Phoenix. I hope this is good." I didn't. Uh, I hadn't heard of the director because I have. I haven't seen the Hangover movies because I don't really care to. Um, You're missing out, out on some he, cinema. Yeah, he was the director of the uh, Hangover movies, and I was like, uh, I don't know. He could be good. Joaquin is pretty picky, so normally when he signs onto projects, it's because he likes it. Then you Papa know, likes. I was pretty. I was pretty optimistic for a while. Then a screep, a screeped, screep leaked, a script <laughs> leaked. Nini. Nuni, uh, when are they going to make Sad a jokes gritty explained. movie about them? Nuni and yeah, Nuni. We already have Night at the Roxbury. That's true. So. But the script leaked. I read that, and it is an awful screenplay. Uh, and so a lot has changed, but I think it was a generally pretty goofy movie that pretends to have a lot to say, but doesn't really say anything. Um, I mean, I think. I mean, yeah. I think the critics or whoever. I mean, honestly, I think that. At least Todd Phillips. So what I got from it is that it's just a kind of a cool, cool, you know, superhero movie that's different. Mm-hmm. I think trying to assign things to it is where things start falling apart. Like if, when you're critiquing if it. If they had you know. taken it a little bit less seriously, I think I, it would have been fine. But I think I yeah. think it does t- not take it seriously. I think it really doesn't. I think people are just really like, oh, because it's so different, we have to assign like things to this kind of thing. You I know? mean, my my opinion. But then I Todd Phillips says does has been on interviews. He does say like this is this is so important. Yeah, and also there's so. the and there's the monologue that the Joker gives where it's like we're not allowed to make jokes anymore or whatever, which is the lame. Oh thing. yeah, well maybe maybe I just had high hopes for this. <laughs> yeah, so it's like I you know I I thought it was okay. Um, I'm, if you guys think that Spencer yeah. and I should review movies, please please let I us know and and can and uh consider um if that could be patreon content that i'm could be totally serious we, we right talked now. about doing just like movie uh um uh commentary style yeah yeah. Oh, yeah 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 at the very but, least but uh so yeah We're, it's like go wa- go watch lots taxi our friends driver love watching movies with us so go watch king of comedy and taxi driver instead of watching joker that's my review okay there you go um so 
I think we've been on a roll lately with a couple of our episodes. I've been getting really great feedback from our friends and listeners. Uh, we've been tackling some stuff like, uh, I mean, social media was, was a good one, but I think details matter and, and the rules especially. You know, as Saito Kaiba says, screw the rules, I've got money. Um, oh, man. Throwback. <laughs> yeah. You guys, remember, you guys remember Yu-Gi-Oh, right? How about Yu-Gi-Oh abridged? How about... Okay, I'm going to play this one more time. There was Yu-Gi-Oh! The Random Improv Dub, which is lost to time. It came out, you know, like in 2006, 2007, you know, back, like maybe a, like a year or two before a bridge series came out. And I loved it because it was like guys with just like a microphone just dubbing like the crap out of Yu-Gi-Oh! But like whatever came into their minds. It might not have aged, you know, there's probably a lot of like gay jokes and stuff that wouldn't, probably wouldn't fly anymore. But at the time, it was insanely it was so it was like random humor it was like you know like very uh <laughs> you know who doesn't love random maybe, humor? maybe it's not as good as i thought it was um i watched the Yu-Gi-Oh bridge series but i never watched a second of Yu-Gi-Oh. it's probably better maybe yeah. actually no they're both pretty ridiculous okay um but anyway so we thought we would continue our little series on on ranting about about menswear you know well that's what we thought last time like we're just kind of voicing our grievances right yeah um continue it <laughs> yeah yeah and this one is going to be on the rule of cool which i believe now, we talked about in the last yeah episode. we yeah we've we've uh, referenced it a little bit and it's how, how would you define rule of cool spencer i don't know some things are cool and some things aren't and it's just like <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kind of nebulous. I, I I don't. This can't be a term that we. I mean, I, I know it's not a term that we coined, but maybe we're using it slightly differently. In I don't think I've heard it, it used in menswear. Yeah. Much. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it, and it goes back to like when we were both like more into uh, vintage, vintage and like yeah. period accurate outfits and like what oh, period yeah. accurate outfits are cool, and which ones are kind of like lame. Right. I think so. I. I don't remember exactly when I first started using it, but like Spencer says, this comes up a lot in the, in the vintage context because uh, when you're in vintage Facebook groups, chats, or whatever, or just going to an event, they'll always be like, "Man, why don't, why isn't it cool to dress up anymore? Like, how how is wearing joggers cool, but wearing a nice three piece suit uncool?" And at the time, maybe I'm looking at it more fondly now, but I always felt that. I thought I think both can be cool, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's the people who don't make it cool, and that could be a, a, a big part of it. Yeah, but there is that idea of like, oh, people should like this, people should think this is cool, and I think I think it is cool. I think you know because it's not a far far reach, you know, to look at say Taylor Cade's period accurate, you know, suits. And then seeing a guy who is kind of cosplaying, not cosplaying, but, you know, like super in the 60s clothing. And I think Taylor Cade looks cool yeah. <laughs> in most cases, you know, and it's, you know, we can, we'll probably dive into this, but like it's a lot about like attitude, maybe like the way you present yourself. But there is this idea of if it's cool, people will like it. And if it's not cool, people won't like it. And, and I think I think the key, at least the, when I've been thinking about it, is... Yeah just kind of being casual with it and i think i mean that's most people would say that uh, just that's cool in general but i'm not saying it's like oh you can't wear a suit but if you can wear a suit and make it look casual that's cooler than being like 
so prim and proper and worrying about like tie blade length and all that stuff all the time. Yeah, and, the, and I guess this is why it ties in directly with the whole rule thing because I think the consensus we came to in the last episode was that true personal style can't be achieved unless you break the rules a little bit or have fun with your interpretation of the rules, you mm-hmm. know? And um, so I think I, I'm not sure if I mentioned this in the Bryceland's uh, episode or during my Japan trip, but when I was talking to Ethan Newton and we were just kind of talking, you know, we're talking about how people wear their clothes, the people that I know, what's like being in LA. Um, and, you know, he kind of said, I might be paraphrasing, I might, you know, it's been months since I've been, been there already, but he said something to the effect of at the end of the day, you know, we're wearing old man clothes you know Mm -hmm. we're wearing like these old you know he doesn't see it as costume maybe a regular person might but like you know he's wearing like a basically a 40s 50s reproduction shirt which is kind of like what old people tend to wear he's wearing pleats you know he's wearing these like loafers that again (laughs) people think are kind of old but he always said like it's my job to make it look cool because if it's not cool people won't buy it and i won't have a business you know and that's that's kind of like the appeal of why we like Bryceland's, why we like Drake's, because they're able to take such, you know, old people clothes or, or nerd clothes, as some people might call them, because, you know, it's like ties, button-down collars or whatever. <laughs> but the way that they present themselves is just so c- cool, inherently cool, that it, it, I mean, it has, like, this big appeal to it. And that's why, you know, I, I think that classic menswear was such a big draw for me, because mm-hmm. at a certain point, I didn't think that wearing vintage was cool. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, again, I think it depends on what vintage, because when I started, I mean... Okay. So, I, I was I was big into the bold look for a while, just because that stuff tends to be cheap, because no one else wants it, and I think I just tricked myself into really liking it. Um, <laughs> it's there's like, something, there's something I love it. TV dinners, they're so good, they're <laughs> yeah, so exactly. cheap, and therefore so good. <laughs> it's like I could get a suit for like, like less than a hundred bucks, so I was like, okay, this is the cool thing. Um... <laughs> But, um, and it's like, I, I, I think, I think if you, it, it, yeah, what was I even going on with this? Okay. I no longer think that the bold look kind of stuff is cool. I think it's too kind of like, ah, shucks, kind of like Norman Rockwelly Americana. Yeah. But the other aesthetic that I don't think anyone else has ever defined except for me, and I have a very nebulous idea of what it is, is the fifties con man which I think I've mentioned in another episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm vaguely remembering this. So it's like, that I think is cool, but I think that's like, that's, I mean, that's just kind of like sleazy 50s style with like, with like wild, like sport shirts and like maybe flex suits or, or stuff like that. Um, yeah. A lot of darker colors, but it's, it's different than like, you know, a light blue, really bold, double breasted suit, stuff like that. Right. Well, see, I think the thing there with, like, the 50s or even late 40s is that I don't think I can hear that that uh, little cart going outside because I can hear it. I, I can't don't know hear if it. Ma- okay, good. Then I, yeah, then <laughs> didn't need to bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, like, for me, it's hard to make elbow, uh, elbow patches, <laughs> um, shoulder, uh, pads. shoulder pads look cool, mm-hmm. you know, because it's kind of, I don't know. I, when I think of something cool, I think of, like, like someone slouching over, you know, exactly. a little, little, little bit of that. Go- I mean, it, it, it could go down uh, because, you know, you watch like 90s cartoons, you get all like the popular kids school kind of like leaning on like the lockers or something. And, you know, when you're a kid, you're like, oh, that guy's that guy's clearly cool. And it's a lot yeah. of body language stuff. And I think that, you know, 
the idea behind shoulder pads that it's supposed to build to build you up more than you are you mm. know it's inherently fake in a sense right you're, you're like you're, you're masquerading a little bit Phonies. and so yeah um yeah phone phony you guys remember that uh family guy there you go yeah I'll bring it back. Um, but, you know, it's like when you're doing it like that, it's kind of hard to, to be cool because then you're, you're just not being yourself. And I think mm-hmm. that, if, if, you know, like, like we said before, being yourself and being comfortable in your own skin or being comfortable in your style is a cool thing to do. And it's not to say that, like, Edward Sexton or, uh, or Alex Fetkovich, uh, that I graciously parodied earlier today, early in this episode. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imitation. Um, no, but, like, you know, like, like uh, Edward Sexton suits, uh, Chiffinelli suits, they look cool as hell. And they have, like, they have some, you know, crazy shoulder treatment there. But so I, I think it's also the difference is just, like, when you think, when you think about, like, the, the suits that they would make for rock stars in the 60s and 70s, and uh, that's it, cool. <laughs> it, again, it has to do with all the the attitude of the people wearing it. So it's that's like true. if you look at like Mick Jagger, David Bowie, or whatever. Most of the time, they were just you know they had these really bold suits with heavily padded shoulders, really nipped waist stuff like that. But they still looked like they still it could have been like they were wearing like you know, like just a leather jacket or whatever in their attitude. Yeah, and I think. I think that aspect is what is missing from a lot of like if we bring it back to like the vintage thing because I think again the big argument here is usually why isn't vintage menswear cool you know um, and it doesn't help that these guys that are into it kind of like we we talked about this like a long time ago but like they always try and act like high society like art deco not art deco society what do we call it like uh, oh yeah high society kind of stuff just like upper crust yeah. Upper crust, you know, like they always like whenever they take a picture, they're always like kind of like posing effectively, uh, you know, they have like a cane or something, mm-hmm. you know, they like put their hand on like their jacket, like they're like a fucking railroad pros, not prospect, like the owner of magnet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And no, no one takes pictures like that. You mm-hmm. know, like even if you look at, I always say like when you look at old photographs of like Gary Cooper, Fred Astaire, they're always kind of like, I mean, at least my favorite pictures are always like, they're always like slouching a little bit. There's, there's one really good one of, um, of, uh, Jimmy Stewart, who is one of my style icons. You know, mm-hmm. he's like, I think like has hands in his pockets, kind of like lean, like walking his ties, kind of like flapping out of his, uh, his jacket because his pants are super high. The jacket gorgeous or the jacket of uh, V is kind of low. So his tie kind of goes through it. But that seems kind of cool. And like, you yeah, know, Jimmy Stewart wore a ton of like really heavily padded suits. But again, it goes yeah. down to the attitude. He always looked cool in them. Yeah, there's there's one of my, one of my favorite ones is like he's he's like sitting in a chair, but like not correctly. Now I'll, I'll put this in the show notes. <laughs> but he's sitting like, he's in it. Is his head is on the seat and his ass is up in the air. <laughs> yeah. No, like he's he's kind of like uh, it's like a really like loose way of sitting on this chair, and he's like his head's tilted back, and. Um, He's, like, spewing out, like, cigar smoke or cigarette smoke or whatever. And that might not be slouchy, but that still looks cool. And then you compare it to, like, vintage guys or even guys who are into menswear nowadays who want to be, like, dapper all the time. These dapper bros, you know, like, they're, like, holding up a champagne glass with, like, a cigar. It just doesn't, it just doesn't look cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it you looks know? like you're just trying too hard. Yeah, exactly. And that, that's, like, the opposite, you know, like, there's, like, a fine line between not caring and caring yeah and that line is being cool (laughs) and you know it's 
I don't know exactly the goal of this. I mean, maybe the whole goal of this episode is kind of like kind of discussing it, people talking about it, because, you know, we run into this problem quite a bit, I think, Spencer, you know, when we have people um, who are unsure how to wear certain things, they kind of, they, they message us, right? Like, hey, I want to get into menswear. How do I not look like a, a nerd or a dork or something? Mm-hmm. And, you know... Oftentimes, you know, when they send a picture, it's like, you know, they're, they're standing a little, a little too straight. You know, they're trying to be a little too proper. And I think, you know, it could one reason might be that being slouch or being comfortable in your clothing kind of goes against the ideas of menswear or like the rules of menswear. Yeah. You know, like some people say like, oh, yeah, a good suit isn't a good suit unless it's got structure or whatever. Like it's got to correct your posture. It's going to make you look kind of buff, you know. No one wants to like fist their fist their pockets. Fisting their fisting your pockets looks cool as hell. You know, I always said that you p- you put your hands in your leather jacket, you put your hands in your denim jacket. Why don't you put it in your fucking suit jacket, right? And um, it's it's like about exuding that kind of vibe because leather jackets and denim jackets are cool. So translate that to make, uh, make suits out of denim. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who, who was it? Bing yeah. Crosby. Yeah, Bing Crosby. Yeah, so, Bing Crosby. for those of you who don't know, the term Canadian, this is kind of disputed, but the term Canadian tuxedo was thought to be coined because of Bing Crosby, who was kicked out of a uh, hotel, a Canadian hotel, because he was wearing blue jeans. And so, in response, uh, Levi's made him a literal denim tuxedo, uh, and LVC has re released it a couple times, but it's, uh, I don't think I would buy it. Maybe if I had more disposable income, I would. But it's 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 kind of it's kind of it's kind of wild. Yeah. Um, yeah, you should look it up. It's fun. It has like a, a little. We'll, we'll put um, in the show notes. Carnation, yeah, carnation made of like red tabs and uh, rivets. Yeah, but so mm-hmm. like, you know, and and I think Spencer and I have also met a bunch of people who may maybe not necessarily dressed like us or dressed like in our style, but they're still super cool. Yeah. You know, it and it takes a bit of comfort to kind of achieve that so, so what do you think it takes to be comfortable like in, cl- in, in clothing or in menswear uh, I think it's just like being not as worried about how other people perceive you or at least just pretending you don't care as much um, as we've said many many times before just a more casual attitude like don't be too worried about like oh this is going to get wrinkled or whatever oh I might you know like you know I, I might like tear something I mean obviously if it's uh, a very expensive suit. You're going to be a little bit worried about it. Ethan is currently pointing to his vintage Oxford shirt, which has a blown out uh, elbow. Elbow. Yeah. I, I I was like typing and I like kind of adjusted myself and I heard a rip and I thought, I swear to God, I hope this isn't the sport coat. And I checked the sport coat. And I'm like, oh, I'm good. And then I'm like, oh, wait, it's probably my shirt then. <laughs> and, and then, then you realized it was your skin. <laughs> yeah. I was just, yeah, the blood everywhere. And, and I think it's just not acting like you don't think you're, uh, better than everyone else is another aspect to it. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, bringing that back, I mean, actually, that works for both menswear and, and vintage menswear because, you know, they always say, oh, why don't people think this is cool? And then they'll go right back into like shitting on other people, like, mm-hmm. oh, people shouldn't wear sweatpants or whatever, you know, or, or hey, obviously this guy doesn't care. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, and I, it's, it's such a weird thing. It's like, why. <laughs> Why do you think people don't like the way you dress, you know, mm-hmm. or why, or they're the, uh, the niche, you know, group that you're in, you know, if you're going to be that kind of, going to have that kind of hate for other exactly, people, or other yeah. styles of dress. And, um, 
Yeah. So yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, being okay with things is, is one thing, and I think it takes like a se- uh, like a little bit of self awareness. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is like the way I see it because it's kind of like. You know, it's kind of like uh, Ethan Newton said. Like he's he's very aware that he's wearing like a fedora, or an old stool, uh, old old stool, old poop, uh, <laughs> gross, an <laughs> an old school shirt and pleated pants. You know, he's he's very aware of it. But like he's not trying to build himself up as like, oh, you see, I'm bringing it back because these are superior to every other garment out there. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's wearing because he he likes it. You know, and he. And I, I think, mean, yeah, just that's another good point. Just wearing wearing things because you like it. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm I'm definitely guilty of wearing things just for work. I mean, again, I work in the menswear industry, and occasionally I have to change after work because I'm not gonna wear a fucking suit to like play video games with my friends. I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not that stupid, you know. I mean, I'm a little stupid, um, but you know, it, yeah, it takes it takes that like self awareness to like kind of be like, yeah, you know what? Like these are just clothes, and I'm gonna wear it like the way I want it, and people definitely notice. Mm-hmm. I mean. There are so many people, like, I mean, one of the best compliments I ever got, I mean, it's it's from my friend Doug, but he told me, like, when he was looking at the Flickr, because we're all in my Flickr account, so people can download the pictures I take of them, and he's all like, you know, it's so weird, like, every, like, I can, you look so comfortable in everything you're wearing, and it's because I just bought these M43 um, military, like, World War II pants, you know, they've got, like, kind of, like, they're super wide legs, super high-waisted, flat front with, like, uh, I guess, thigh or hip patch pockets as opposed to like regular slant pockets or whatever and you know it's definitely different than what i normally wear but like i just uploaded the pictures and doug was like dang dude you look you look good like it was a good buy for you and yeah i mean uh it was a great compliment but i i feel like everything i wear i i am comfortable because i like them Mm -hmm. you know i it makes me picky you know we could probably talk about being picky in another episode but i only tend to buy things that i know i'm going to wear or that i know i can pull off but that in turn makes it that every outfit that i do anything i put together comes from a place a place of authenticity and enjoyment and and genuine enjoyment and i mean that's going back to the details episode oh yeah no exactly and i think you know when you when you like all that like i think when i first started wearing white socks i was like oh man like and this is so crazy you know if i in probably my early outfits it probably didn't work or I mean, you could see that it, i'm trying to make them work and now i just wear them all the time mm-hmm. that you know lots of my friends you know whether it's uh like mj you know wears white socks or whatever you know it's it makes them go like hey it looks good you look comfortable you look cool in it i can do it too yeah and um yeah people people definitely notice i mean a lot of people are more concerned about you know how well like how dressed up you are i think people are more uh people take into consideration how comfortable you are because you know i think vintage people and men's people tend to dress up for people to notice but i think that i try and to I, I tend to blend in with my clothing but it's still interesting enough that when you do notice it you're like oh shit that's weird yeah <laughs> but it's cool you mm-hmm. know like i think that by rule of cool you're able to like wear a three-piece suit and a beret but you'll like fit into the crowd as opposed to wearing like a three piece suit and a fedora. And you're trying to like strut, like you're being so smug and walking around, <laughs> so you know, smug. I think that, and this goes to what Spencer said, right? Like what you said earlier, like when you try and um, call attention to yourself, it's just not cool. Or maybe mm-hmm. I said that. I don't, I don't remember. Someone like, said that. Maybe none of us said it, but you're saying maybe the, maybe the ghost said it. Oh my God. The third host of this podcast or ghost host. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Paul freeze. Yep. <laughs> Victor Freeze. <laughs> I was about to say. Yeah. 
<laughs> um, but, you know, this kind of reminds me of something that you've always told me, Spencer. Uh, when we're talking, this is totally not, this is off topic, but it's related. Okay. It's like when someone's asked you, like, how do you come up with jokes all the time? Like, how do you, like, you know, like, how do you, like, do you write them all down? Oh my god, yeah. If you, if you guys yeah. don't, re- if you guys don't recall, me and Spencer make jokes, like, a lot, and we just kind of blow past it. Did we establish if they know what jokes are? No, we established that they're jokers. Okay, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but I had one person come up to me, not come up to me, like, in the middle of a crowd, and was like, hey, I know you. But we were talking, and I was, like, riffing on a topic, and he was like, do you just, like, like memorize these, like, jokes and these fake facts so you could pull them out later? I'm like, nope. <laughs> just right right off the dome. <laughs> yeah, and it, was, and it's- it was nuts to me that someone assumed that I spent, like, I had a joke book at home that I'm like, okay, if someone brings up they this They thought topic, you were Joker. Else, well, I hope my life makes more sense than my death or whatever. <laughs> nope. Flip that. There you go. <laughs> Flip them. Flip them. Um, no, yeah. I mean, it's it's like when things are cool, things are easy, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm not going to lie, though. Spencer and I do talk before events and be like, hey, what the hell are we going to wear to this event? Yeah. You know, because we, like we, we do. Think we think about it. <laughs> yeah, we think, yeah. But, but there's, there's, there's a difference between thinking about something and then, like, overanalyzing mm-hmm. and, um, and just trying to make a big a big deal out, a bigger deal out of it than it already is yeah you know because normally if they, i don't know what yeah. i'm gonna be wearing to an event i'll say i'll fi- i'll figure it out tomorrow like or the day of the event it's and a problem I, for future spencer yeah exactly and then i figure it out i don't i don't spend so much time thinking it's like oh my i mean it's like i think about it in the back of my head but i'm not obsessing about it right right no. exactly um so as we get to like the, the halfway mark here, what do you think are pieces of clothing that are inherently oh. cool? Oh, I thought you were just going to stop cool. <laughs> What do you think about clothing, Spencer? What do you think are pieces of clothing? Uh, shirts. <laughs> Pants. Um, Ropes. So, think, uh, I mean, it's like you could go back to the classics, like denim jackets, leather jackets, which we mentioned in this episode. Um so it's because they're casual right yeah like, exactly like, just ca- and we'll get we'll get into casual stuff later because i have yeah, like yeah, yeah. i have a i have a list of the coolest places to get clothing both like menswear and casual wear yeah <laughs> so we'll rank that i mean yeah a lot of casual stuff i think i think uh certain like i like three roll two jackets i think those are cool um, yeah, because well, I was I was gonna say that like I think that natural shoulder yeah stuff is just inherently cool because it just it mm. just it just lays off your shoulder you know it just kind of you know whether it's ex- whether it's like on the seam like an ivy one or it's like extended like dalcoare yeah you know it's it's just so inherently like loose and it's very interesting because even like extended shoulders mm-hmm. you know like like we just said like that's cool because it builds you up but then if you add in like the softness it's kind of like oh it's built up but i don't care that much you know it's not padded you know and like the way things kind of lay off you you know like like a well-worn denim jacket you know you could you could make the analogies there but like that 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 to me is what makes tailoring really cool because it follows the line and it's when things are soft things are more casual ergo they are more they are cooler you know, and I would say that wide legs are inherently cool to me. Like skinny, again, is kind of like trying too hard. But then wide legs, like who cares, dude? Like 
it's all flowy it's you a know? little bit more casual yeah yeah and you, you mean you can look at like uh scott fraser simpson that guy just exudes cool you know he wears yeah. like the craziest wide leg pants the gaucho pants with that lack a uh that lack like a closure or a belt or whatever like those look super super dope mm-hmm. um oh this is interesting and we could talk about this in the future but i think that ties inherently are cooler like wearing a tie is cooler than not wearing a tie and i, I will explain that okay um because I think that when you take off the tie, it's like you are defaulting to like, oh, business casual. But when you have a tie on, it it has like a there's like another area for you to be careless about. You know mm. what I mean? Like, 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 I don't know. Like, it's it's kind of like like seeing like like a guy. Like, if you think of, like, Michael Bluth, you know, wearing, like, an Oxford shirt, rolled up sleeves with, like, slacks. And you see, like, a guy from, like, Drake's wearing, like, a soft shoulder jacket with, like, a tie tucked in, you know. I think one looks cooler than the other one. And that that could be bias. But I, it's I, also, I think like... it also depends, because it's, like, for the most part, I agree. But if you saw, if, like, it, it, if we're not talking about Michael Bluth, it's, like, you know, a guy that shops at, like, I don't know, where do people shop in 2003? Kohl's. <laughs> <laughs> um if or sure. like nordstrom or whatever yeah, or yeah, yeah. V- versus a guy who's wearing like a good oxford and good chinos and stuff like that yeah. i think it would it would be different yeah that's true i mean i obviously spencer and i are going to be biased in general yeah. with this whole thing but i mean yeah so like personally with me like i feel i feel cooler wearing a, a jacket and tie than to wear like an open buttoned oxford Mm-hmm. by itself you know again if i want to default to the no to the no um the no tie like i would wear a sports shirt which lacks a collar band so the collar points just kind of lay flat therefore looking cool yeah you know looking easier to wear but like with ties like my whole thing with that is kind of just you know it's um you know you can you can tuck them in you can do whatever you know and i think that's what makes it like an interesting choice because you are you are intentionally picking something that adds to the outfit as opposed to just removing something because yeah. again this, this could also be biased too but like I, I i tend to err on like wearing more clothes than to take clothes off i have Wait, sex wearing clothes yeah, yeah i'm a nude. never nude guys yeah um oh i in terms of shoes i think loafers are cool compared yeah. to compared to like i mean inherently right you slip them on they expose more of your foot um but they have this kind of like when you really think about it like they're kind of got this androgynous maybe feminine aesthetic because you know they're, they're kind of like slippers or, or whatever right and i think that contrast against a trouser or with a sock is cool you I know think, it's a little bit uh or you can go on but i was well yeah just finish finish i was i was gonna say like it's just yeah i'm i'm, I'm finishing all over this place okay it's not that kind of podcast um but no i think that like you know that kind of interaction there you know not only is it uh, easier to wear than like a full-on lace-up like an Oxford or a Derby, but that it's sometimes the incorrect choice, which goes back to the whole details episode, like or, or the rules episode, where like oh, some people don't like wearing loafers because they're casual, but like that's again, that's what makes it cool. And um, yeah, that's if I want to look cool with footwear, like with classic menswear, I end up wearing a loafer just because it's so easy to slip on. It just it's cool. Yeah. So today, or today or yesterday, I put this on uh, that we we posted something about useful fall winter shoes, 
and Derek has a line about Norwegian split toes, which is a piece of shoes that uh, footwear that I think is cool. That kind of stuck out. Those are and, cool. And he said it's kind of like the it's kind of like the penny loafers equivalent of lace ups. They're that's, both a, they're both a little bit that, more casual. <laughs> and that's, that's true. That's it. <laughs> um, uh, so here we go. Wingtips are too common. Cap toes are too plain. Norwegian split toes. Plant your feet on the ground and say you like something a little bit different. And I think that's the idea behind being cool. I mean, there's that whole essence of rebellion, right? Mm-hmm. Like that. That's cool. Rebel, rebel style. Godspeed, yep. rebels. The last Jedi was great. Um, I mean, wearing <laughs> jumpsuits are pretty cool. Yeah, no, they are. They are cool. Um, and you know, it's. I'm sure at this point, you know, people listening are kind of be like, the, the line between the two is still very confusing. It's kind of hard to walk through, too, because there are people out there who just wear Oxfords. You know, I think that, uh, I guess, you know, you could say the Armory guys wear more Oxfords than, you know, maybe like the Bryson's guys, but the Armory guys still look cool. Uh-huh. You know? Um, but... Yeah, like what? What else is? What else? I mean, for, I used to think fedoras were cool. Then I thought they were uncool, and then I, now I think they're cool again. I think it depends. I think it depends on how you're wearing it and what you're wearing it with. I tend to like Western style fedoras a little bit more, which again, a little bit more casual, a little bit different. Yeah, um, dressier. Fed- I mean, I think we'd both agree that dressy fedoras are harder to wear just because they're they're dressy they're harder to wear but i like when i when you see it done so good it still looks so cool yeah you know like i get like even when i look for inspiration like when it gets to fall i still wear my fedora like when it rains or something this episode is not going to be helpful to anyone because we're just no. <laughs> unless they message us directly a piece of clothing and say is this cool is this cool or not you know, <laughs> yeah. You know yeah but it's just it, it's worth it's worth talking about because it's it's just so it's so hard to find what what the right answer is you yeah know? i mean there's no and right cool, answer and, here, and here's, here's something else subjective. too but i mean here's, here's this too it's it's that cool is also subjective not just to you but to people seeing it mm-hmm. and that i think is a, definitely a harder thing to kind of do which is why i guess it, it airs on the casual side because casual to to everyone around the world will always be cool yeah. You know, you'll always look at like James Dean, Marlon Brando wearing their leather jackets, T-shirts and jeans, you know, and like they'll be like, damn, that's cool. You and know, that's why people that's why people started dressing down is is just because in the, you know, like when when L.A. and Hollywood started being like the, the big new hot city, they were everyone around here always dressed a little bit more down. Everyone else. This is all. Uh, not supported by any evidence. It's just my personal theory. Yeah, we're not we're not trying to be get our PhDs. We're not going up against the doctorate board right um, now. Yeah, but it's like you know the hippie movement came out of California. It kind of spread. Other people will be like, oh, we well, want to be cool like California, so they started dressing down. No, yeah, I mean, that's that's exactly that's exactly it. So. Mm-hmm. It it definitely depends on how other people will see you. Like I said, because you know. Uh, it also, I mean, maybe it could be like the way you take pictures of yourself. I mean, that, that's like the biggest way for you to share yourself with the world nowadays, right? Yeah. And <laughs> this goes back to when I first started my blog. When I when I was in the men's when I was in the vintage menswear, uh, in these Facebook groups, guys would take pictures of themselves, but it would always be bad pictures. Mm-hmm. They'd be incredibly like stiff and everything. Yeah, uh, or or they take it with like you know like a, like a like a lame cell phone picture or whatever, and there's nothing wrong you know if you don't have the technology for it, 
but you know after a certain point it's like how you present yourself online or how you present yourself to way other people can see you will affect how cool you are and you know like uh, you know i was uh, i i didn't get to go onto this with with um with ethan newton uh or i didn't get to say it um earlier but like when we were talking about like oh he's wearing old man clothing he's like yeah he's got to learn how to take a good picture because if he were to like look the way he does it doesn't matter how cool he is if he, if he has a shitty picture no one's gonna be into it mm-hmm. you know that's why you know and that's, that, that could be also why a lot of people in menswear are really into photography you know, like Mark Cho and, 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 and Rob Spangle, you know, like, yeah, those guys are inherently cool. They're very charismatic. They're very confident, but they know how to curate a good image and share that, yeah. you know, like, I think that's why, you know, streetwear is so great because streetwear blends this idea of our, our artistry between, you know, photography and, and fashion that even though streetwear might be even crazier than menswear, you know, like some, cr- you know, there's a lot of subsections, a lot of different genres, a lot of interesting choices there, but they always look so damn cool, you know, and a part of it could be the clothes, part of it could be the image, but it's that, it's that combination together that ensures that people will look at it and be like, damn, you know, that, that's good, you yeah. know. And I also, I, again, I think even with streetwear, it depends because it's like, if you if you browse the top of the streetwear subreddit or whatever or you know i i don't i can't think of any streetwear like streetwear guys on on uh instagram off the top of my head uh that we follow but it's like if you if you look at good streetwear it looks good but then you can look at like before like takeshi 69 or whatever before he got famous there's a picture of him uh, wearing like a jumpsuit that says 69 all over it and I think he looks lame as fuck. I think it's very tryhard. So it also goes back to not being a tryhard. Yeah. So I guess to sum up in a sense, you, you shouldn't try hard yeah. and become but also be conscious of the vibes you're putting out. Mhm. You know. I mean, I like to think that Spencer and I are cool. <laughs> I mean, I yeah. like to th- I like I like to think that. I like to think it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if anyone else shares that view. Yeah. Um, but, you know, also at the end of the day, like, if you think it's cool, you should just do it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, just a little bit of self-awareness, you know. When you, fe- when you find yourself putting that that feather in your fedork, in the, the, in your, in the band on your fedora, and you think, this is cool, maybe, maybe not. Maybe nope. don't do that. Skip it, skip it. Yeah, but but you think, oh, I'm wearing I'm wearing these shoes. I'm I'm wearing pants. What if I why don't I try loafers? Try that, you know, or experiment with softer tailoring because that's just my bias. But I think that you'll you'll look cool in it. Or you know, straight up, Edward Sexton, Edward Sexit, baby. Okay, so do you think he listens to this? I hope so. Uh, Should we go through my through my list? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. What, what does Spencer think? So this cool? is, again, off the dome. Uh, I'm going to start with casual. Uh, I'm going to start with menswear. Bring it on, Chrome Dome. I'm going to start TLJ. with menswear, like the coolest places to get things, and then we'll talk about okay. um, casual wear, and that could kind of lead up into a discussion on that. So I think with menswear, tailored clothing, the coolest, b- bespoke, that's the coolest place to get tailored clothing, okay. um, especially if it's from, like, a local tailor or... I don't know, someone Italian, I guess. If it's a big tailor, like make it make it someone cool, <laughs> which is difficult. What uh, are you saying right now? I don't, I don't know. Made to measure after that, then I think vintage, and then 
vintage or thrifted, and then I think department stores. Department stores well, I mean, are the those, least those cool all, places you can get uh, suits from. Yeah, because those all those all like have kind of informed the decisions behind it, right? Like yeah. with bespoke, you're choosing this place. You know, mm-hmm. you're going to a studied place with made to measure. Same thing. You know, you're going to like Stofa is really cool. Yeah. You know, um, uh, even the website is cool. You know, mm-hmm. they make pleated pants, but like the way they present it, you know, that's that's a big thing. That I, like I just said, it's about blending art and uh, photography and everything all together. But then, <laughs> you know, you got you got your department store. That's that's not that's it's not it's inherently yeah. inherently not cool because yeah, you're like yeah, you're going to default, you're going to the mall, you're going to Macy's to buy these things, you know, and it's not, it has it doesn't really have a sense of of personality in in itself. You know, you might be able to pick something out of the department store's selection. Mm-hmm. which could speak to you which is you know it's cool some people like our friend andy i think has bought some stuff from like i don't know nordstrom that like i'm surprised that that nordstrom even had but that's that's cool uh the the uh the chances of messing up there are big pretty big but you know it's yeah. still it still could be uh worth it and then with thrifting you know it's like that's like all on you dude like you gotta have the eye and um recycling ethical fashion is cool and everything so Okay, and then so for casual wear, I think the coolest place you can get casual clothes is inheriting it. Uh, if it has like family history or whatever, uh, damn. Okay, <laughs> damn, dude. So good luck with that. You can't really get that. You just have to already have it. So, it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of like a fuck you. Yeah. Um, I think then it's like flea markets, then thrift stores no uh i'm gonna put i'm gonna put vintage stores like curated vintage stores above thrift stores and after that it's like buying it new um and also just one last thing true vintage is gonna be cooler than reproduction and i say that as someone who has a lot of reproduction clothing because again the story is inherent in the piece and the details yeah um but yeah i mean I think that communicating a story is cool. I th- you know, obviously, like when you've got like a reason behind the stuff that you do, you know, is is cool. You know, some some of it, some of that story could be like, especially that you inherited it. Could be mm-hmm. that you found it. Could also be that you just like it. Yeah. And f- being able to communicate that, I mean, that's a, that's like a big challenge, obviously. But being able to like kind of show off who you are in an authentic way that isn't trying to build, like trying to like oversell yourself. I think that will always be cool. Mm-hmm. You know, like, again, we've got lots of friends who like to dress up. Lots of friends like to dress down. And we think all of them are very cool. You know, they're not trying to put on airs, you know, and some of them who like who happen to do like, you know, I don't like drinking a lot or smoking, but some some of our friends do. But they th- when they talk about it, they actually like it. They're not doing it because like, oh, I got to be super fancy. I got to get this super expensive bottle of scotch. Like, no, like I I've. I've gone around and tried different scotches the one I like and I like drinking it mm-hmm. and that's cool that's cool you know it's uh it's, I, I think drinking taro boba is cool because that's, that's because you like it that's because I like it and it's always cool yeah um, but no I think having that I know I know this is kind of a weird episode to have but I think that honing down into like what your what your story is and, and how you want to express yourself is is the cool part and I just, I just wish more guys out there kind of knew that, or at least had the discussion of like, what makes this cool, and mm-hmm. how am I presenting it? Because again, um, s- there are guys out there who do it and are not cool, and then they usually, usually those guys tend to become 
very uh, salty and kind of uh, antagonistic toward any other styles of dress. You know, I'm saying the word cool too much. I know it's the topic of the episode. But <laughs> yeah, take 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 a shot every time we say cool, and then go die. get your stomach pumped. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, if you guys have your own thoughts about it, we'll answer them immediately in the next episode. Um, but uh, we well, have not immediately uh, two weeks from now. Yeah. Well, I meant like in the next episode, you'll have those questions answered. Yeah. Um, but yeah, leave a, leave a, leave a response or a, a submit a question or so in our, it's in the show notes and also the episode description. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think we discussed enough about the cool, cool aspects of stuff. <laughs> and, uh, right. Do you, you have any other thoughts, Spencer? Um, that, that's about it. I mean, the cool people, as we said before, have always been the rebels, the people who don't really care about the rules as much. Yeah. So just and do I mean, that. If, yeah. And also, like, and again, like, I think it, on the subject of, like, presentation, like, you got to look at, like, look at old pictures, you know, look at, like, those pictures of, like, Saint, uh, Yves Saint Laurent, you know, Jimmy Stewart smoking, or, or even, like, Drake's, and, like, try and see, like, what, what do they, what are they doing in these pictures that make them look so cool? Like, you really mm-hmm. gotta, you really gotta think about it. Yeah, tired there. I mean, think think about like you know the, the drake's instagram versus like the random instagrams like that follow you that's like real men's fashion like yeah. always and it's these <laughs> have we talked about the uh the thing that was posted on mfa that a friend of ours also sent us a while back where this, oh, this yeah. brand that's supposed to be for like you know bodybuilders or just muscular dudes but all their stuff is like three sizes too small yeah 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 and it's like all their photos on their lookbook are people like trying so hard to make it look like they're not flexing (laughs) but um that's that's you know compare that to like you know again the drake's instagram or something like that right right and 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 try and take that take that those ideas for yourself you know Mm -hmm. like how do i come across like like are your pictures uh coming across as as cool or as easy as the drake's or whatever I mean, that's kind of that's a little bit harder, you know. Obviously, I don't want you guys to spend all your time on social media just looking at pictures of yourself, yeah. Because um, I do that, um, but um, but no, I think translating those ideas into real life is is really important. Having a having a degree of self awareness, because um, otherwise, if you think that you like we've talked about, this, like this is like a theme in like the other three episodes. Like if you're trying to do it to impress other people, to be superior, to bring others down, not only is that not cool, but people will see that and notice that, mm-hmm. and you know it's not that's not good not good yeah all right so that's that's done let's go into some question time qt q tips all right here we go here's our first one okay number one spencer please marry me oh of course (laughs) who's something this is from i am jolly gg Sure. I, r- I recognize this name. I think I've talked to this person on Instagram uh, DMs a few times. And okay. number two, uh, Ethan, when assisting customers, how do you find a balance between knowing what works well, color or pattern wise, what your preferences are and what the customer likes and knows? Do you ever find it challenging to get customers to step outside of their comfort zone in any capacity? Oh, yeah. Well, this actually ties in pretty well, I think. Um, so in most cases... I think customers have a good idea of what they want. Mm-hmm. And, and it doesn't matter if it's Ascar Chang bespoke, does not matter if it's going to J- J. Crew. They have an idea of like why they came in and what they want. The salesman aspect though, is about drawing out what their unconscious wants are and trying to get them to commit to it in that moment. Yeah. Cause like, I think that like, like, you know, 
uh, there's a conspiracy that like you know you go to Target and you you can never walk out with just one item. That's not true because I've done it plenty of times. Yeah. But but that idea though is like you know you fi- like you've got other stuff that you want in your head and it's only a matter of time before you actually commit to it and buy it. And so personally for me, uh, when I get to talk to anybody, I can kind of tell what they're already into at that moment. Um, and so I. I have my own preferences, but honestly, I don't really give them to people unless they ask me. Um, I would just kind of suggest things based on what what is in line with what they're doing. Like if they like a white, I might suggest how about a blue shirt because that if that's within their comfort level, that's what they're probably going to say yes the most to, right? At that point, it's I mean it's not just about you know getting the sale of the blue shirt, but it's also about seeing. I know this guy has that, like, he wants to get more. He, I know, he, obviously, he's Ascot Chang. He wants another shirt. But getting the blue is, is more of a yes than, like, suggesting he try, like, an Oxford shirt if he, if he only wears, like, poplins, you know? What do you, what do you think, Spencer? Uh, I, 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 for the most part, agree. Um, you, know, you know, I have, like, kind of weird taste compared to most of the guys that come into shop at J. Crew, uh, So I don't try to push them into exactly what i'm looking what i'm into but if someone comes in and says like hey i'm looking for a black suit like i'll ask oh what you know uh, what are you buying this black suit for and he'll say it's like oh i have a wedding coming up or a job interview and i'll say don't get a black suit instead get like a navy suit or a gray um sometimes they're open to it sometimes they're like nope i want a black suit and i don't i don't press them further because i don't uh want to lose the sale which is an important part of it. No, yeah, exactly. I mean, I I don't think that people wear my aesthetic anyway. It's mm-hmm. kind of like if they if if I find that they're interested, I will suggest it to them. You know, yeah. like oh, your collar looks very soft. What did you do with that? You know, like stuff like uh-huh. that. Like I'll I'll tell them and I'll explain why I did it. You know, but for the most part, you know, people are probably you know my my goal in the world you know outside of my job is to get people to express themselves in personal style it doesn't have to be dressed up doesn't have to be always be soft-shouldered you know we have got friends that like strong shoulders and that's that's cool for them and they should do it i'm not going to try and sell them on any other style yeah and it also depends on what they're coming in and asking for if they say hi i'm looking for a sweatshirt i'll be like oh we just got in this cool like kind of 1930s style two-tone sweatshirt what do you think but if they say it's like I'm not. I'm not going to push them to get that if they just come in and say, yeah, "I'm looking for like, I don't know, like a denim jacket or something." Even yeah. if I think that the sweatshirt is cool. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah. My 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 sales method in general was always like I show them like what they're looking for, and uh-huh. then I show them something a little bit different. Yeah. That way they can be like, and I can be like, "This one's got this," you know, like, and I'll be like, "Yeah, yours is cool," like you know, not not like to their face, but like. I'll try and plant the idea like that one, like, the one you want is cool, but there's also this one that's a little bit different. Exactly. Could be, could be, could be cool, you know, and, and seeing, having people like see the difference between the two and like showing them the options mm-hmm. is one way to get them to do it. And, and that's also in general from like, uh, for people, you know, people who are asking for advice, you know, like I want a suit. Okay. Yeah. You can get the H and M suit. There's this one, three roll two wide lapel. It's cool. It's different. You know, it's about it's about rebelling. You know, and and slowly getting people to kind of rebel against their uh, preconceived notions of menswear. You know, yeah. I think that's the bigger challenge and the and the thing that I that the, my blog exists to do. This podcast, that's my Instagram, that that we're trying to do. You know, uh, it's not really about trying to get them on on my aesthetic, unless that's what they want. Mm. 
okay. yeah so thank you for your question park yeah thank you for your question uh i am jolly gg um uh and we got here's here's a good one i think would be good to like uh <laughs> that's a good one to end on uh, this is from Jeremy, who I'm pretty sure I know who this is uh, from my Instagram. But he says, menswear is boring. And the only thing that deviates with the general populace is what color their socks are. <laughs> That's pretty good because, you know, like like I said, you're not you're not wrong in, 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 a, in a very general sense. Like just like what um, Ethan Newton said, we're wearing old man clothes for the mm-hmm. most part. You know, we're we're wearing slacks or wearing suits, you know, um, but I would direct you to the details episode because. <laughs> You know, there's so many different niches within menswear. And yeah, as a whole, we might be wearing the same suit as some H&M guy or some guy going as a salary man. But when you dig down, there's going to be a, a, a difference that you'll that you'll notice. Yeah. You know, you know, it could be that we're wearing nice, uh, you know, Alden shoes as opposed to Aldo's. It could be that we're wearing a nice rep tie that is different than like an express <laughs> tie, yeah. you know, and having those things like, you know, like the same thing, like, you know, there's a difference between like very bad athleisure and good athleisure or between that and like tech wear or something. You know? So our advice is just to wear things that are good and cool. <laughs> yeah. If you didn't get that from this episode, I can't believe <laughs> no one has thought about that before. <laughs> yeah. You've heard it here. You know how to look cool? be cool and wear cool it's things like that dumb reddit thing it's like like don't be handsome or like be handsome and then don't be not handsome or something like that yeah no yeah the the rules of tinder is be attractive and don't be unattractive yeah and it's a meme thing but it, again it, it's still a very real a real thing to do you know like I can't even put into words how to explain it correctly, but it's kind of like, you know, just don't do anything. That's, that's dumb. Don't be dumb. Be, just be smart. Uh-huh. You know? And I, you know, obviously that's, a, it's a, it's a joke answer, but like it's that discussion of, of how, how you're presenting yourself and how others perceive you that will make it not just cool, but not boring. Exactly. You know, like I don't think anyone in men's wear just wears like a, plain navy suit that's boring i mean they they probably are but then they'll have other details that make it elevated above other ones like mm-hmm. again there's still going to be a big difference between like a like a two button h&m suit that everyone we- like everyone wears to like their high school or even college formal events to you know what the armory guys wear you know it's they're both navy blue but some of them have a little bit like you know could be the fabric could be the material could be the way it drapes could be you know the, the with a little pell and and paying attention on those things is, is very interesting because then i could i could say something like oh you're wearing sneakers what's the difference between that and fucking sketchers dude you know what's the difference between like a balenciaga triple s and reeboks yeah you know Could've and mean and yeah and all yeah well i mean you know in men's world, some guys make that that make that like argument, but I can see the difference. Mm-hmm. I and I, I know it, one is cooler. Going back to the last like fucking five episodes we've recorded, it all has to do yeah. with intention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Having having intent behind behind the way you dress is uh is very important, and people people will see it. And that's and, and when people see it, that's what makes it cool. You know. It's cool to have like a uh, have a story. It's cool to have a passion for something. So be be an author. Yeah, I, I, I don't have, have a story. 
I don't have a curious mind, so I can't be an <laughs> author. Oh man, there's our, there's I'm gonna, our I need plug. to. I'm gonna rewatch. I think I'm. I'm gonna rewatch it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's great. Um, but but yeah, hopefully you guys uh, enjoyed the episode uh, as rambling and long as it was. I personally think this is an, a very important topic uh, to have because people don't talk about what's cool. I think people always talk about um, what's the correct thing to do. You know, like you watch a couple of youtubers you want you know you see all these advice from from uh big menswear names but no one ever talks about why something is cool or why they bought that thing uh-huh. you know because if you think about it in terms of what's correct what's the most normal thing to wear it's not gonna be it's not gonna have the cool factor and again yeah having passion is like and intention is like the big thing behind it so yep yeah uh don't forget to look at the show notes uh that will be accompanying this i know we talked about a lot of different things so they'll all those pictures will be in there um please don't forget to not only leave us a um a question and a submission on our google form that is in the show notes and on the episode description but please feel free to rate us actually no don't feel free i compel you Yeah. yeah It's a command. We bring it up every episode because it really is the most helpful thing you can do for the show. Yeah. Five stars if you... Well, yes. Just give us five stars on please. iTunes, please. <laughs> please. Um, yeah. yeah. And th- that would be great. If you guys actually left reviews, um, we will talk about them as uh, on, on the podcast. Okay. Uh, yeah. So we'll see you guys. Uh, yeah, My Instagram is <laughs> at Ethan M. Wong. I'm at Spencer DSO. Uh, don't forget to follow the Instagram. I like the uh, the new feed that we're doing now. I've worked hard on it. Um, it's at style and direction, all spelled out. Um, we're doing lots of quotes. Uh, big ups to our friend Matthew for compiling quotes for us each episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, big ups to MJ for editing them on a, on a good basis. You know, we've been pretty good with ep- episodes coming out every two weeks. So uh, big ups you're to welcome. Guys. Yeah, you're welcome, guys. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, we say a lot of funny things on here and I think it'd be cool to kind of record the, each of those quotes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see you guys uh, in the next one. Bye-bye. Maybe. We'll see you later, Murray. You're awful, Murray. <laughs> what's another good Joker quote I can end on? Um, uh, what, what's his, uh, oh damn, this is bad radio. <laughs> No, no, go ahead. We'll just ha- we'll slowly Wait, fade no, out. Wait, no, no, I'm going to be trying to think of a Joker quote, but then I'm just going to start laughing hysterically, and then I'm going to get on <laughs> Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> okay. P- did pe- people in the 80s, I don't think... Okay, maybe I have a misunderstanding of 80s comedy. I don't think they were... Like, that wouldn't have fl- like, flown in 1981 or whatever. Like, this is also in was Gotham big. City. This yeah, is, This exactly. is Gotham City. Okay, it's, so... It's you know, there there was, there was. I I don't think it would have gotten on a TV show. That's my problem with the movie. I don't okay. believe it. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>